All right, this is your man, uh, your boy, Sir Earl, back again. Uh, today is Monday. I actually could have recorded this yesterday. I was up at work on Sunday, um, and I really wanted to put it up yesterday. I was just so busy with some other stuff. I didn't have time. So, um, giving it to you on Monday, uh, it's about 11.30, 11.40 at afternoon. So, I'm getting it to you, all right? Love my fans. Um, you know, a couple of things. Uh, is it my imagination, or did it get cold as hell <laughs> over the last day or two? Man, we went from tank tops to sweater to uh, jackets and coats. Um, this one thing they say about the Chicago weather, if you don't like it, stay here for about an hour. It'll change for you. Um, and, it, and it really did. It was really cold. I almost got, if it's this cold tonight, I'm going to have to turn the heat on in the house because it was freezing last night. I slept, man, I felt like a goddamn Eskimo, you know, but uh, man, that temperature dropped. Uh, that's Chicago for you is mid-September, so what you expect? Um, you know, so that, that you know, that's that. Um, well, what I wanted to kind of cover and talk about today was uh, growing up poor. Um, a lot of times we hear uh, the concept of people growing up, or the life of people growing up poor, and, and we feel uh, this, this, this whole thing. I mean, I probably grew up poor than most. Um, I mean, ro roaches and rats was common in our house. I mean, they walked around like they paid rent. Um, we had we had uh, what's considered today the modern day crackhead. Back then, they used to sniff glue. Um, so we had those uh, always in our backyard, always. Um, actually, you know, we went through two home invasions where a guy came in with a knife, you know, um, um, you couldn't, you know, 1st and 15th, you were more apt to be robbed because they noticed when you get your SSI check. Um, I, I've lived and grown up in Inglewood all my life. Um, I was, when I was born, we lived on 66 in Parnell. I moved with my great grandmother um, on 70th and Green and then uh, moved with my mom on 57th and Elizabeth. So pretty much from birth to uh 22, I think it was, when we moved. Um, and during that time, uh, you know, you got to experience all that was, <laughs> you know, murders, drive-bys, robbery, um, you know, auto th all those things, everything that the ghetto has to give. You know, Inglewood is probably uh, one of the most violent areas of Chicago. Um and to be honest with you, um, when I was growing up, even though all those things was going on, it never felt like that. I didn't realize uh, it was just normal to us. Um, I didn't realize that 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 it what was so bad about that until I moved and started hearing everybody else talk about it. Until that time, it was just normal to me. Um, you know, you go to the stores, somebody get shot in the head. That's just normal. Uh, it shouldn't be. People shouldn't get used to that. But for us growing up, that, it's just the way it was. You know, it was nothing special. It was just another day. 
you were lucky that it wasn't you. Um, it, it was just a normal occurrence. Um, the one thing uh, growing up that I grew to love or I grew to appreciate that it offered uh, then with the offer now, and that's, that's loyalty and friendship, um, family. Um, no one had anything. So, you know, there was not that, that paranoia of someone trying to take something from you or anything like that. You just, you know, maybe it was my age as a kid, but you just wanted to grow up and have fun. You know, you just wanted to hang with your buddies and skateboard and run down abandoned buildings, which one time I had a nail go through my foot running down an abandoned garage. Uh, had to go get some tetanus shots, but that's neither here nor there. But um, I, I find today, um, I don't know uh, if it's what it is, but I find most people, uh, most guys are little, little women. They act like little girls. Um, the guys I grew up with wasn't like that, you know. Um, the trust factor in trusting people is zero. Um, you know, there's no one I can trust. Um, back then, if you had a friend or if you had an enemy, um, and they tell you, hey, look, I better not catch you on this block over here. You knew you better not go on that block. And if you did, there was going to be repercussions to pay um, for you doing that. So uh, they were men of their words. If they said they had your back, they had your back. Um, nowadays, a person will tell you they got your back and will leave you in a heartbeat sitting there getting whooped on by eight guys. You know what I mean? They, they don't mean nothing they say nowadays. Um, then they did. They, all they had was their word. Um, so it meant a lot to them. So um, those, um, you know, those friends, they'd give you the last. Um, we had nothing. No one had anything. It, it was funny when I found out, it uh, wasn't really funny, but I found out as a kid that we were even... Uh, we were even uh, looked down upon by other poor people. I, I didn't realize that. You know, we used to, i tell you, we used to, uh, like if we wanted something, we wanted some food or candy or something like that. You know, that's when candy was, penny candy was really a penny, not 25 cent. Um, we used to, um, my, my grandmother and my father, they lived a block away from us. So, if we didn't have money, we would go down the street. We'd ask my grandmother for money. And my grandmother would always say, I don't have any money, but I have those pop bottles in the back. And if you rinse them out, clean them up, and take them to the store, that's back when whenever you bought a pop, you put a five-cent deposit on it or whatever it was at the time. Um, so... We would, you know, if we needed money, we I had we hated doing it, hated it. Um, but if you needed money and you really wanted to get your candy and no one had any money, which was common around there, um, you go down there and you clean up the pop bottles. And we had this little red cart that you put the bottles in and you take it to the store. And uh, we used to, as we were taking bottles and stuff to the store 
we would always be, uh, they'd be like, oh, they go to PBHs, they go to PBHs. And when they first started doing it, I didn't know what the hell they meant. Um, come to find out later, um, they had nicknamed our family Pop Bottle Hustlers. Um, so every single time for years, we were always looked down upon, you know, oh, they start signifying, oh, y'all PBH, y'all Pop Bottle Hustlers. No, they just poor as we are. Um, but I guess somebody has changed to give them. We had to take pop bottles to the store. So we were even discriminated among people that were just as poor as we was. So um, always tell people that uh, I feel we grew up the lowest of the lows. Um, and it built uh, so much character and so much unity within each other. That's why to this day, uh, my, my cousin Vonda, she's more like a, a sister. Um, my, my, that's why I miss my cousin Orlando who passed away uh, 1993, four weeks before my wedding. Um, I miss him so much every day because that was like my little brother. He was two years younger than me. Uh, he always believed in me. He always pushed me. We used to just sit on the porch and We'd watch cars go past, and I don't know how many people remember this, but we'd always play, that's my car. So, you know, if a car come past, a nice car, you know, before, an before another person could say it, you'd claim it. Oh, that's my car, that's my car. You know, um, me and him used to walk up uh, the street to Kresge's, which is on 63rd, 63rd and Halstead. Um, and we walk walking up there. That's when we came to realize meat actually belonged on bread. We didn't we didn't realize that because all we ever ate as kids was ketchup sandwiches, mayonnaise sandwiches, sugar sandwiches, any condiment that you had around and some bread you could make a sandwich. Um, and we ate a lot of them. Um, and the, one of the greatest days we ever had when they started giving our government cheese. You know, we go get that cheese and make some grilled cheese sandwiches. Man. But, yeah, going up there, looking through. We used to go up to, to Kretzky's because they had a, a sit-down restaurant. And we would peep through the window and actually see these people being served. So you sit there and they bring you your food. And we thought that was just the most amazing thing in the world was that you sit there and somebody bring you your food. And my thing was, Ben him said, you know, one day when we get grown, we're going to be able to sit somewhere and have them bring us our food and we're going to have meat on our bread. That was our dream. Um, we we got to got older and we got to live it um, probably over excessively, but um, that was our dream. That's how simple our life was where you just dreamed about having meat on your sandwich, uh, you know, um, but it was the greatest time of my life is something that I miss dearly um, because of the things that it created within families, friends, uh, you know, truly uh, people that cared about you. Um, as I live today, um, because I have a successful business, you're always wondering, absolutely no one calls me to say, hey, how you doing? They call me and they want something. Um, that's 99.99% of the time. 
The other day, a good friend of mine who I love to death, uh, Sean Bell, he stopped up here. He's one of the guys that, you know, he just stops to see how I'm doing. He don't want nothing. He ain't asking for nothing. He just is, oh, hey, I've seen you. How you doing? So, uh, love Sean to death. He's, he's one of those guys. He used to work for me. Um, he's one of those guys that's far and few between, and I, and I love him to death for it. Uh, but, you know, that's uh, that that's what I was kind of thinking about today is just um, uh, a lot of people look at uh, poverty as something bad. Well, to the people, and it is, but the people that's living in that poverty, one, they don't know nothing else. Two, um, they're building other great, important things that that we don't have when you're when you're raised with a little bit, you know, like you know, we don't we don't have that because parents are so busy out working to get it, kids are so busy trying to get it and protect it, we don't have time for you know love and loyalty and friendship and you know just going to play in the dirt field because you ain't got nothing else to play with. Um, those times. Uh, are truly, truly, truly memorable. Um, and like I said, I, I never knew that we were poor until later when they, when everybody started saying, you know, Inglewood was a violent community. I'm all, really? You know, I knew that it was violent, but I was used to it. Um, you knew where not to go and where not to go there. Um, so um, nowadays, they talk about it a lot more than the days that I lived down there. It's probably because of the... Um, Advent of social media is reported a lot more before you had, you know, two, three uh, news stations and they pretty much controlled what they wanted you to know. Um, so they didn't report a lot of the bad stuff. Um, so um, growing up in poverty is not all bad. Um, it, it brings out some things that, that are sorely missed today by me. Um, I wouldn't say I'd go back, uh, but... I will say, um, being in the position that I'm in now, it's a lot lonelier. It's a lot less trusting. It's a lot uh, different. Um, those characteristics I wish could be now, they're not. Um, so, um, like I said, the, the more of the story is that, you know, um, it, you know, shit, um, honor, love where you are. It, it's not all bad. There's great qualities that can come from within that situation if you just allow it. Um, so, like I said, this is your boy. Until next week, you got to excuse my voice. I wasn't crying. My voice is really raspy right now. Um, so, this is your man. Until next time, um, try to get this up again next week on time. Uh, until then, this is your man checking out Sir Earl. Peace.